Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to 32 Pans. In 32 days, I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Uh, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Uh, editing podcasts, sleeping, waking up, and now recording more podcasts. Yeah, we did this like seven hours ago. We're right back at the grind. Yeah. Now, we uh, a couple of episodes ago, we made a mistake where we were very confident that we were well past 32 minutes. And then when I edited the podcast together, we were short. Um, so I've learned my lesson. I've put like a literal 32 minute timer up next to me that will start beeping. So uh, we will we'll try and avoid making that mistake today. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have done that a while ago. That's smart. Yeah, that would not have been that hard to do. Uh, we're here today to discuss and uh, probably one of the the least consistent teams in the NFL in terms of uh, I mean, they're, they're consistently bad, but in terms of turnover from 2020 to 2021, a team where just about everything is new. And spoiler alert, I think tomorrow's episode is going to be a team uh, which is kind of the reverse. Um, the Jaguars went 1-15 last year, so when you go 1-15, there's no reason for everything not to be new the next year. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. Can I can I do the best part of uh, that I found about research about the Jaguars? Uh, uh, you only found one bad part about researching the Jaguars? No, the best thing. Well, no, oh, my favorite. Oh, the best thing. So oh. they, they're, t- they're top... Th- yeah, they're, they're top three receivers. Marvin Jones Jr., mm-hmm. LaVisca Chanot Jr., yeah. DJ Shark Jr. Oh, all the juniors. Now, we should rank their dads. <laughs> have, do you have any info about their dads? I don't think any of their were football players, like or at least NFL players, to my knowledge. Okay. Oh, you, oh, you didn't mean... I thought you just meant rank them as fathers. You meant rank them as football players. Oh, well, well do you think if someone was ranking bring us as dads or just like in general as people i don't know well anyways do, is there any information available on the internet about any of their fathers i'm sure there's some but i'll get back to you on that oh you didn't actually oh i thought you were giving me a ranking no you didn't act you're just saying somebody should do that no i don't know i think we just should yeah oh. one should do it someone should do it i'm a bigger fan of the seniors than the juniors i like when guys add senior to their name okay uh where do you want to start you want to start with urban meyer well, before we even get to him, I just want to pour one out for Doug Marone was an NFL head coach last year. He's now a positional coach at Alabama. Okay. Jay Gruden was the offensive coordinator last year. He's now unemployed. Could not get a job anywhere in the NFL or college. So that's not great. I guess that's what happens when you go one and 15. What is Jay Gruden doing? 
He's, uh, he's got no job right now. I mean, I think he, also he might he's have doing some anything, personal it's issues. It's not Jake reported Gruden. online. I think he might have some some issues, Jake Gruden. I think he he, he you know I I like uh, so you're making talent wise a lot of him. You're saying I no no no. I mean I don't know. I just I like it's possible. It's hard for him to get a gig. Yeah, but my I mean my his brother was, can't hire him. My point was it is hard for him to get a gig because his team went one fifteen last year. But all right, you're making me feel bad. Now let's let's talk about Urban Meyer. Do you know that they're the third brother? I mean, you probably know this. Do you, the third brother is a doctor. And no, I didn't even know that John and Jay had a brother. The third brother is a doctor at Will Cornell Medical Center. Nick. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah, radiologist. Oh, so he's Jen's colleague. That's where Jen works. Yeah. Did you know that's where Jen works? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I will message her right now. Ask if she knows who he is. Yeah. Do you know? And do you imagine if he was like uh, big on like Telestrator stuff? I mean, he's a radiologist, so like in terms of doctors with personality, I feel like that's probably pretty low down. No. I mean, yeah, you become a radiologist because you just sort of want to sit in a room all day and not talk to other people. Mm -hmm. So he's probably not like, oh, imagine like the spider two fly banana uh, disease. And then I don't know. Yeah, Jen is currently in a uh, in in a kosher Costco in Muncie, New York. So you don't have to look at anything called called bingo. Are you familiar with bingo? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, uh, neither had I. She asked me about it, but it's 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 she just sent me a picture and uh, it's like Costco. Is it really Costco? Like, do do you need a membership card? I guess not because she's there. I think it's just like a wholesale. It's just referred to as the kosher Costco. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Costco has lots and lots of kosher products, so I'm not sure what the do you guys do you guys like uh, are you guys big like, you know, stockers of like a zillion of everything at once? No, but, you know, we have a family of six, so we go through stuff. It's true. Yeah, we go. I don't understand people like there's people in my neighborhood or I have friends uh, in other neighborhoods who like have freezers in their basements. They can keep like, you know, stocks of meat or whatever. And like if you live in like northern Alaska and it's very hard to get access to food or kosher food in particular, I understand that. When you live mm-hmm. in a major urban center, why yeah. are you like storing all this food? I think it's probably sales. It's like, oh, this is on sale. I'll just store it. I'm not okay, sure. Maybe it that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, meat stays like certain foods don't stay as well. I think meat's fine. Yeah, but why are you paying to store it in, you know, in an ex- and why are you paying for an extra freezer and electricity in your basement when you can just go to the store whenever you want it? Like it's not so you like- don't have a second fridge or freezer, you're saying. But I'm talking about these people who like like I mean, I even know people who like have generators in case the electricity goes out so that they won't, you know, lose power to their freezer like i don't i don't understand this concept yeah, I, yeah. I i have a second have purely extra. for yucky juice tournament purposes obviously oh so you got it and you're like one day i'm gonna need to store 32 bottles of soda in there yeah, of course yes um all right but let's talk about urban meyer okay so urban meyer assembles a staff with uh daryl bevel as his oc joe cullen as his dc bernie yeah. parmalee is on the staff brian schottenheimer is the passing coordinator you know one thing i've never seen before is they have a guy who's the nickelbacks coach i guess that's probably just like assistant defensive back coach but only for the nickelbacks yeah so if just yeah if he goes to like uh cb1 or cb2 and tries to give him advice they're like please talk to the nickel yeah that's right yeah like uh sorry you're uh you're you're, yeah you you, like yeah you you, you're not allowed to speak to me you're not my coach um that's kind of funny if he walks up to shaq griffin's locker shaq griffin's getting nervous he's like oh if i've been demoted 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, uh, yes, like his best case scenario, he can never speak to his players again when they yeah, if, if it's like a nickel who's playing well, they just promote him to outside corner. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and then he's not my he's not my boss anymore. All right, um, what, what's your feel on Urban Meyer? We will do coach rankings at some point. But by the way, Joe calling the D.C. Um, is the guy who was the, when he was a Lions coach, drove through the Wendy's naked. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. He, it took he had... him 15 years to get a D.C. job because he gets fired from Detroit. Actually, I think he kept this job with the Lions. I think he rehabilitated that. himself in Baltimore, though. I think he had a good reputation there. Yeah, he goes to Jacksonville, Cleveland, Tampa, Baltimore for a while. And now, uh, so yeah, listen, though, for... if you want to build a winning NFL franchise, the goal is to bring in people from Detroit. So, uh, you know, Darryl somebody Bevel... asked me recently if there's a kosher Wendy's. I don't think so. I mean, there could I don't be. think there's even familiar. like. I don't think Israel even has not kosher Wendy's, so that would be the only place it would really. Are, are we pining for a Wendy's in particular for any reason? I would love a Wendy's. I would be happy about a Wendy's. Why Wendy's in particular? What is and I, I'm not familiar enough. I mean, you 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 know you listen to Do- Doughboys. Like, what does Wendy's bring to the table? I think like spicy chicken sandwich people like. I, I don't know. I just it, it seems like it would be fun. And that and Dude, that's that, better than the spicy chicken sandwiches you can get at other rest- fast food restaurants. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's cheaper. One of the problems also with the kosher fast food is like it ends up not even being so cheap. So it's not really a concept in like kosher food. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember uh, I was in France once and there was a sign for like the the French equivalent of uh, of a Happy Meal, Le Big Mac or whatever to a corporal fiction. And it was something like 14 euros. And, I, and, and at the time, the euro was like two bucks. And I was like, hold on a second. Fast food at this place costs 30 dollars. Like, what is the point then? Yeah. Anyway, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Boycott France, I say, until they uh, okay. give you better fast food. All right. So uh, Urban Meyer's in town. Uh, I am against hiring old coaches. Should that go against my, you know, my old coach philosophy? He's 57. He's not like ancient. Yeah. Now, in recent times, I, the last number of college coaches to come to the pros have actually done pretty well. But I think because Urban Meyer is such like so strongly identified with his college career. I think people immediately jump to like, you know, Steve Spurrier or somebody like that, who was, I mean, cause Urban Meyer is like a hall of fame college football coach. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very skeptical, you know, can a leopard change his spots at this point? I'd say no. And it's just, it's such a different job. And Do, again, he's, has there ever he's, been he's a, not a young coach successful college coach. He's an old successful college coach. Has there ever been a college coach who had no NFL experience before? Now, Matt Rule essentially had none. He was the assistant offensive line coach for a year. He left Temple for a year and then went back to get hired. Yeah, but, again, but Matt Rule's coach. a much younger guy. He's not a guy who was for decades a college head coach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's only 12 at, at a certain than. point when you're a college mm-hmm. head coach you know, recruiting almost becomes like the main part of your job. And that's really not applicable here. And so far, like so many of the moves that Urban Meyer's made have been sort of very college and not good for the NFL. So um, they drafted Travis Etienne in the in the first round. And then he defended it by saying, well, we think he's going to be a great third down back. Well, it was the first, wasn't it the first pick of the second round or no? No, it was, that, it was number 24. 20, oh, he was 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 25, whatever, this is yeah. a team, by the way, of all teams. This team had an undrafted rookie last year, James Robinson, who was incredible. So of all teams, they should know that running back is not a position where you waste on a number one pick. Oh, and they had also before the drafts well, wasted money in free agency on Carlos Hyde. So they, they so why you would waste the first round pick on, on Etienne. And by the way, I think Etienne is good. I just don't understand 
So that pick in the defensive made me worried. Then, of course, the Tim Tebow thing, just an absolute disaster. Um, How is Tim Tebow? I have not been tracking. How has he been doing in training camp? I have no idea. But the fact that he's there at all is just, you know, like it's and, and this led to a whole debate in one of our in one of our WhatsApp chats about like, um, you know, I talked about Tibbs and his obsession with with some of his old guys. Like the fact that Meyer is so obsessed with Tim Tebow that he's bringing him back at 33 to try to make him a tight end is worrying. You know, like it, it's it's not giving me confidence that he's going to have the flexibility to understand this is a different game. Um, is the college spread offense that Urban Meyer used successfully, you know, in, in Florida in you know, 15 years ago, is that going to work in the NFL today? I'm skeptical. And is Urban Meyer going to have the flexibility to adjust? Otherwise, I'm very skeptical. So I don't know. I'm not high. I'm, I'm very worried about Urban Meyer. The thing is, he's going to have a very because of his reputation uh, and he's going to have a very, very long leash, I think. It stinks because like with teams like the Jets, there would be like breathless reporting about every play that Tebow, you know, is involved in in training camp yeah but because of the jaguars there's like one crappy blog article so you're saying that you want more team tebow on espn i'm just i was just curious now and i can't can't even really find an accurate answer from their beat writers um he did miss uh practice the last few days with a non-covid illness so yeah i mean so let me ask a question will he's just old age will urban meyer win a playoff game in the nfl for the jacksonville jaguars Oh, okay will urban meyer win a playoff game I'm going to say yes, because I think that they have a pretty solid core. Okay. The solid core that went 115 last year. Well, I, th- I think now, like, I, I, I well, real, realistically, it's like, I think Trevor Lawrence is good is the answer. Yeah. So he, if he has three, four years with Trevor Lawrence, I think it's realistic that they could win a playoff game. I think that's the biggest thing. I, I think that he, Urban Meyer, unless he decides to leave, he's going to be here for three or four years at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless just, it's a disaster and the Jaguars have given long leashes to most of their coaches also I mean like you know Marone all these guys have pretty much lasted into the fourth year I think at least so and they didn't have the reputation of Urban Meyer I mean Urban Meyer's a god in, in Jacksonville because of what he did at Florida isn't he yeah um so in terms of the rest of the team the offensive line wait we, eh, we passed Trevor Lawrence we haven't even talked about him I'm just thinking like of what's surrounding Trevor Lawrence the running back situation is about as good as any teams in the league or you know yeah. Top five, probably. Yeah. Now, again, that's not the place that you want to be you know, investing so much. But the bottom line is they have. So they're, they should be good. They don't really have a tight end, but the receivers are fine. Yeah, I, I like, you know, I like the receivers. Uh, Marvin Jones, as you said, uh, Daryl Bevel bought, brought him with him from Detroit. Uh, DJ Shark and Levis Chenault both look pretty good. Um, you know, these aren't elite receivers, but it's a solid threesome. Um. Yeah, I, and you're right. The offensive line, not great. I don't. I, they have the most expensive offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we sort of glided right past Trevor Lawrence. I think we need to talk about him. He's coming into okay, the fine. NFL so, as the most hyped rookie. I mean, more than Joe Burrow last year, even. So I guess. Yeah, I would. Like, I would agree. More than Andrew Luck or no? No, probably okay. not. So we don't go past Luck. We I don't think go we're also like a little spoiled because there's so yeah because there's so many. Back then, it was like more rare to have a Peyton Manning type and then even to have an Andrew Luck type, whereas now it's like it's every year we have that type of quarterback draft in the first round, you know, number one. And, and, you know, the last couple of years, we've had Kyler and Joe Barrow and then even guys going second and third and and then stars like, you know, Herbert, not even in the top few picks. So, yeah, I think we're a little bit more um, 
you know, uh, fatigued by like super, you know, like uh, high, high prospect quarterbacks. But yeah, Lawrence's ceiling is, is super high. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Higher than Joe Burrow's, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, on a one in 15 team, obviously everything's bad. But relative to be a one in 15 team, quarterback wasn't the issue last year. Gardner Minshew. And I don't I, I, I don't know if he's going to stick around Jacksonville. He he's a he's a league average starter at worst. Like he's proven that um, I think and people that, are saying that Minshew's like been playing, playing as well as uh, as Lawrence in camp also. Well, he he's I mean, you know, he sort of came out of nowhere and became sort of a call hero with his mustache a couple of years ago. But he's been good for a couple of years. Um, and I think he should get a job somewhere. My point is that if you're looking for improvement 2021 over 2020, while Trevor Lawrence, we have high expectations for his career. It's not a guarantee that he will be better in 2021 than Minshew was the last couple of years. No, Minshew was hurt last year, obviously, but not that I'm on the talk. But what do you think about Trevor Lawrence entering the NFL in Florida at the age of 21 while being married? Feels like a mistake. <laughs> it's a mistake to get married at 21, you're saying? Well, yeah, that's why I did it at 20 to yeah, avoid uh, that mistake. Um, because because uh, uh, women and men will be throwing themselves at him, you're saying? Probably. That just seems like an interesting move. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in the Lawrence household, so I won't judge there. Um, All right, Lawrence's, Lawrence's stats in college, 40 games. He played 40 games, okay? okay. Uh, he completed 65% of his passes in his first two years, 69.2% last year. 30 touchdowns, four interceptions in his first season. 36-8, and eight, and then 24-5 and five in the, in the uh, abbreviated season. His, uh, his adjusted yards per passing per attempt, started at 8-3. I mean, it started at 9.3. He got all the way up to 10.2 this past year. Yards per attempt was 9.4. He really has never struggled. Now he's yeah. going to go into now he's going to go into Jacksonville. And even if like ultimately things are going to be good, like what's going to happen the first time? Like you know, here's a guy who like if they lost one game a year, would it would be a disaster. They're going to lose a lot more than that. I think Jaguars fans are also probably burned out because like they've had picks at the top of the draft every year. And it's just been bust after bust after bust. Um, obviously, I mean, Blaine Gabbard. Yeah, but they've never Bortles had like. Uh, no, lot. of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gabbard and Bortles were top picks, but yeah, they're nowhere close this is to Trevor Lawrence. Two yeah. levels up from that. Yeah. Uh, Trevor if, Lawrence also. If Trevor Lawrence, God forbid, turns out not to be what we expect, you know, shut this franchise down. Uh, Shot, send him to London. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence also 17 rushing touchdowns the last two seasons in only 25 games. So it's funny because he's not known for his running. He didn't really do much last year running wise other than short yardage stuff. But uh, he had 563 years, nine touchdowns in the in his sophomore season. That was a full season. Um, yeah, people people say that Lawrence has looked good so far in um, in uh, training camp. But I agree. Gardner Minshew is an interesting trade piece. I who do you, is there anybody who would want Gardner Minshew? Well, as a backup, I'd say almost every team in the league. But like if somebody gets hurt, you think Gardner Minshew will have a lot of takers. Yeah, I mean, so if a if a you don't even if you're the Jaguars, you don't want to have a Gardner Minshew quality backup. Probably you don't want because you don't want him to struggle like, oh, Minshew was great in in, in the preseason. Let's let's bring it's him not in. a team who's trying to make the they got a trade. So there's no reason. I know, but I think I, but then like why not get assets for a Gardner Minshew? Well, again, I think you wait. I mean, look what the Vikings did one year for Sam Bradford, right? In Carson Wentz's rookie season. Yeah. Do you want? I would say. Um, do you want to rank? Star of Jaguars. Do Do you want to rank backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Do you have a list though. 
Um, no, but I'm going to say off the top of my head, I'm going to say number one is Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'd say Minshew's up there. I'd say Marcus Mariota in Oakland is not in. Oh Las yeah, Vegas, yeah, Mariota could be could be even be one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Minshew, I'd say probably three. I need to look at the at the full list. Hold on. Um, well, first of all, like oh, the Niners have like some like we're, we're going to rank Trey Lance there, you know? Yeah, Upside, I mean, he's probably one. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm saying playing right now in week one. If it, if, it, if we're talking about if a team gets if a team starter gets injured and they're looking to trade, I think they call Denver about Teddy Bridgewater, or mm-hmm. they call Jacksonville about Gardner Minshew. Well, oh, but do then do they call the Niners about Garoppolo or the Bears about Dalton? Like I, well, I'd starters. rather I'd rather have, you know, Bridgewater over Dalton and I'd rather have Minshew over Dalton and I'd rather Marriott over Dalton. So Dalton's below all those guys to me. All right. Um, Tyra Jaco- Taylor might went to the Dolphins, right? Yes. Yeah. On the Dolphins. Tyler, Tyra but the Taylor Dolphins obviously are not can't... giving up a backup. Um, Mitchell Trubisky is not a bad backup, but Buffalo obviously is a contending team. They're not giving away New Orleans. Uh, Jamison. I don't, I don't even know what they're doing yet with uh, J- Jamison and, and Taysom Hill, but. Um, I assume that they wouldn't trade either one of those guys away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tyrod Taylor isn't really a backup because who knows if Deshaun's going to play. Yeah. He's he's he, Keenum for Cleveland. Yeah. No, I Jordan think, love isn't getting traded. I think if you're a contending team and your starter goes down, you're calling Denver and you're calling Jacksonville. Those are your two calls. There are honestly a lot of guys who, who's who Vikings backup. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's Kellen Mond, their third round pick. Kellen Mond. OK. Yeah. Yeah. He's not yeah, right. Chad Henney, Mason if Kirk, Rudolph. If Kirk Cousins got injured. The Vikings would absolutely probably they try and get Teddy back. Heineke. Somebody want Heineke. You know, obviously, uh, and, um, you know, Denver's front office is uh, all vi- former Vikings right now. So, yeah, I, I think um, I'm going to put that as a lock. If Kirk Cousins gets COVID again and he's out for the season or whatever, Teddy Bridgewater's coming to Minnesota. Here are the tricky backup situations. Joe Fico and the Eagles. Flacco looked, you know, pretty shot last year. Blaine Gabbert on the box. We just mentioned him. PJ Walker, the XFL player, is the backup to Sam Darnold. That's not a great situation in so, Carolina. But let, yeah, so let's talk about the Bucs. They have a 44-year-old quarterback. If Tom Brady goes down, are they really relying on Blaine Gabbert? If he goes down like week three? I think Gardner Minshew gets yeah, the car I think and they drives make across a trade the state for Florida. Yeah. I think they probably make a trade. And by the way, I think at that point, Jacksonville can get like maybe even a second rounder from him because, you know, it's a Oh, yeah, I think they could. I think they probably could yeah. get a second. But there's no reason to rush. There's no reason to ship him out of town now. No, you wait. Wait until somebody's desperate. Yeah, agreed. And then I think you deal. I don't know if they have a third string, but it doesn't matter. You know, if Lawrence gets hurt, the season's over anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Okay. So do you know who's been the star of Jaguars camp so far? No. Who's been their star? Laquan Treadwell. People are saying he looks. Oh great. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've seen a bunch of that. Yeah, in Minnesota, people are having a, a, a gale time with that. That's very funny. Yeah, Laquan Treadwell, one of the worst first round receiver picks yes. ever, basically. An absolute bust. Um, and, and by the way, when, if he's if he's getting significant playing time because I've seen him, I've seen his performance. He's not good. Then really, it's an indictment on one of those three guys that we mentioned because they have a decent triumvirate of receivers. Well, so. he might just be their fourth receiver. but That's also not great. Like some one of them is not going to play a 17 games. Yeah, you're, you're talking about it's Treadwell time. <laughs> yeah, Treadwell's hands are bricks. Yeah, Treadwell has three of his five seasons. He did not reach the 10 catch or 50 yard plateau. Um, but uh, yeah, he went to Atlanta last year, Laquan, and he had uh, six catches. He did score two touchdowns, which uh, doubled his career total. Anyway, that's been Treadwell. Talk. Um, all right, what, what else is going on? Let's talk about the Jaguars defense for a second. 
we have you still there? Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about this defense. Okay. Um, I, Miles Jack is very good. I think I yeah, think this Jack's team good. spends like more money linebackers. on linebackers than any other team in football. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like their linebackers, but also yeah, I agree they're expensive. The secondary is interesting with Henderson, Campbell, and Shaq Griffin. I mean, I, the, the, uh, I don't. The secondary was terrible last year. They brought in Griffin. They brought in Rayshon uh, Jenkins. Um, they drafted mm-hmm. the second rounder Tyson Campbell, but um, I think the secondary is going to struggle this year. Josh Allen can't stay healthy. C.J. Henderson can't stay healthy. I mean, that's a big problem in their front seven, which is very bad. Um, yeah, I wonder, well, they brought in, by the way, their strength and conditioning coach, Anthony Schlegel was a, a second round bust from the Jets or third round bust from the Jets a few years ago. So maybe he will, uh, he'll fix things and, and they'll stop being such an injury prone team. Uh, in terms of rushing the passer, there's Josh Allen, who looked pretty good in 2019, got hurt last year, didn't play, you know, uh, as much as half the season. He could, he could explode this year, but they don't, when you, when you look at why the Jaguars were good four years ago now that I, I, I think like the the idea of becoming like this monster pass rush team that's not and you're looking for a team like the Niners or someone who came out of nowhere and became and and you know was able to just have a ferocious pass rush that led them deep into the playoffs that's not going to be the Jaguars I don't like there probably is a team like that this year maybe it's the Chargers but that's that's not the Jaguars. They don't have an elite pass rusher. Um, but I don't think their defense is terrible. I think their defense is not good. But I but I you know I think it's uh, it not not one of the worst in the league. If Lawrence is able to move the ball week one, then I think we're underrating this team. We didn't say the ranking, by the way. I know it's in the I know it's in the uh, podcast description, but yeah, we haven't well, said the Jaguars ranking. Okay, so this is a team who um, you and I have a bit of a disagreement about. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, excuse me, we don't at all. I have twenty four, you have twenty six, so pretty good. Yeah, and we, and overall we have them at twenty four. I don't think that twenty four is underrating them. They went one and fifteen last year. Yeah, but it's a totally new team. First yeah. of all, like it's not Gardner Minshew anymore. I don't know. Yeah, but but uh, they went one in fifteen last year. I think that twenty four is is as high as you can possibly put a team that went one in fifteen the year before. Now you're right. Uh, this division is very bad, and Trevor Lawrence has the potential to be very good. I mean, we've seen Andrew Luck in this same division join a team and as a rookie go eleven and five. Now they had a, a negative scoring differential. And they had like you know one of the most uh, you know unsustainable eleven and fives ever. But like it's it's not impossible that this team goes eleven and six this year. Okay, so let's paint the picture for the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. That's what we do to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was saying I think that coach of the year mm-hmm. Myers a decent pick because basically coach of the year is which team improved the most to the surprise of prognosticators. It's, it's a very sort of narrative based award. And when you win one game in one year, if you win double digits the next year, I think your coach is going to be coach of the year. And Houston's a disaster. Tennessee might be decent but you know we don't know and the Colts might not even have a quarterback so they might be in trouble there's it's very possible if Trevor Lawrence is is a top 10 quarterback this year which is not impossible and these are sort of similar things to what we said about Cincinnati yesterday but there, I, I I don't think it's impossible at all that this team could win 10 games and I don't think it's impossible they can win the division yeah I mean there is a realistic possibility that Lawrence is the best QB in the division by October yeah now, winning and the it division, basically involves Watson. making the playoffs is one thing being in the playoffs, beating the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills. You know, that's another thing entirely. 
No, I don't think they have top end talent to that. But I, I don't listen. It would it shock me if they go three and fourteen? Also, no, definitely not. But I, I like I don't I don't see the badness of this team of some of the other teams we've covered so far. Yeah, I still I mean I still think you're forgetting this team went one and fifteen last year, and like their their only major major change is well, well coach, all the coaches in the quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every single yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think I would agree with you. I think ten wins is more likely than three. But let's talk about. I mean, do you like the over or the under here? No, what's the number? So the Jaguars number that I have right now is six and a half. I think I would go over six and a half. Yeah, just because the division's a shambles. I think between. And let's say now it, th- them going under basically means Saban sucks. I think because I don't think this is a four-win talent team. Well, I mean, maybe you can go six and eleven, and they will still have increased you know, their wins by six hundred percent. Okay, we could talk about it if, if they go six and eleven. But five yeah, I mean, I'm, worse. I'm going to do my you know predictive game of the season. Of course, I haven't done that yet, so I don't know what I'm going to have for the Jaguars. Um, they have, I think, the 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 fifth worst Super Bowl odds or fifth highest Super Bowl odds at um, plus eight thousand. So, do you want to throw ten bucks on that? Well, what is it? Is it eighty? Yeah. The only teams worst are the Jets at 90, the Bengals and, and Lions at 100, and the Texans at 200. I do think for the purpose of the podcast, the two of us should place a long shot Super Bowl bet, or we could do separate ones. But does long shot that would be 50 fun. to 1? Or like, like what's the threshold? Yeah, I'd say 50 shot? to 1 or higher. We should okay. place. I don't know if the Jaguars are going to be my pick. It's not the worst pick, because I do think there is a path like the, the Titans regress. Uh, Deshaun is not there, and then like boom, all of a sudden they're hosting a playoff game. I don't want to spoil a future episode, but I know where my money's going. If okay, going fine. All right, so no, we, I will, we will reveal. Do you know who it is? No, don't tell me yet. Okay. Um, I will. I, I it's possible I'd come back to the Jaguars, but I think I'll find a better bet. But we could do that. Should we bet on them to win the Super Bowl when we're discussing how we think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think we should bet on this team to win the Super Bowl. I think betting on this team to win the division that's reasonable. What are the odds on that? Do we have that right now? Uh, let's see. I mean, I don't think they're going to, I think with the uncertainty around the Texans, I don't think you're going to get a great number on the other teams. Yeah, no, uh, you're not. So let's see. AFC South Division odds. I have it here. Oh, wait, sorry. This is AFC East. Well, the, te- the Texans odds are wild. Uh, I-, I think the Texans odds are basically like saying Vegas doesn't think Deshaun Watson is playing at all. We haven't gotten to the Texans yet, but that's interesting. Uh, they're pretty much six to one everywhere. Six and a half to one. The Jaguars. Yeah, no, that's not good. Well, um, no, well, maybe it's worth it. Uh, by the way, we have feedback from Dr. Jen. Uh, I said, you know, a radiologist at Wild Cornell named Gruden. She said no. Hmm. All right, Wheels. We we haven't played uh, too many scheduled games yet. We we tried a couple times. We thought we were bombed. Why don't we uh, try one here and see what happens? All right, but I do think we're going to get bombed. But we could try it. That's fine. All right, you, you start throwing them at me. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely prepared for that. One second. Mm-hmm. All right. The Jaguar schedule. All right, so they, they go to Houston, then they host Denver and Arizona. What do you think about the first three games? I think they're going to win Houston week one. I, I'm starting to get vibes that Deshaun Watson's not going to be playing there. Trevor Lawrence's rookie game will be a win. Then they come home and face, who'd you say, Denver and Arizona? Mm, I say they win one of those. I think they start two and one. Okay, fine. Party in Jacksonville in September. Short week, they go to Cincinnati for Thursday Night Football. Wow, so we get Burrow against that'll that'll be an interesting game. Um, I'll give it to Cincinnati at home on the short rest. All right, Tennessee. That's a loss, two and three. 
Then they go to London to face the Dolphins. Florida didn't want this game. They sent it to England. Yeah, I'll say two and four. All right, bye week and then at Seattle. Two and five. Hosting Buffalo. Two and six. At Indianapolis. Two and seven. Hosting the Niners and the Falcons. I'll say a loss and a win, so three and eight. All right, so maybe this team's not winning the Super Bowl. Uh, At the Rams and the Titans. Three and ten. Hosting the Texans. Four and ten. I do have the do have the Texans going 0 and 17. I don't know. We'll have to see. Probably Uh, at the at the Jets and the Pats. Um, They'll win one of those. So five and 11. Okay, and then hosting the Colts. Yeah, so I think they're going to get to six wins. I think this team's going to go six and 11. I I, I would I would still have them as the under. I would take the under. I think six and a half is a pretty good number. I think. They're more likely to if if they're if they're more than one or two games off, I think they're more likely to go over than under. I don't think they're going to win three or four games. I think eight or nine games is more likely. But I mm-hmm. think six is probably the, the the mode if I was to sort of, you know, play the season. Yeah, games. I would. I pro- wouldn't totally disagree that six is probably the most common number. Yeah, but I mean, that's still an improvement for this team. So congrats, Jaguars. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.